Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Hello, I'm Ant DeLuca, manager of South Dulwich FC First Eleven, and this is the Saturday Manager podcast. Obviously, missed the previous weekend of football as we took the weekend off to mourn the passing of the Queen. Obviously, I went through whether we agreed with that decision the week before, so I won't go into that again. But I have to say, it's great to have football back. I think everyone who is involved in grassroots football, Saturday, it's it's the highlight of their week. It's definitely the highlight of my week, getting together, playing football, seeing all the lads and, and, and going for a beer afterwards, which I can definitely say I missed the week before. This weekend, we were back in league action. So we were against Falconwood Reserves. Falconwood Reserves, a new team this season. So didn't have much to go off. Obviously, they won their first game, which was an impressive result. They beat Rustlers, who were the Division 1 champions from the previous year, 3-1. Obviously, saw on Twitter that Falconwood Reserves, fairly young team. Uh, obviously, reserves of the first team. The first team won Kent Division 3 last season, I believe, and going pretty well in Kent Division 2 so obviously a club with a bit of pedigree so they weren't just sort of joining the league to make up the numbers they obviously have ambitions of of being a a fairly big club at this level so we knew it wasn't going to be an easy game obviously with young lads they're going to be full of beans we knew it was going to be a long day it was a fairly warm day as well so we had to be at our best for sure if we were going to get anything and we we needed a vastly improved performance from the opening weekend where if I'm being honest we only played at our potential for the for the second 45 minutes we we definitely didn't play our best in that first half so on paper we had what I would consider one of our our strongest teams we've had out for a long time, if I'm being honest. Um, I sort of went over it at the back end of last season, how we didn't have that consistency throughout the year, didn't have that quality week in, week out with our personnel. That definitely wasn't the case on Saturday. On Saturday, we we had a very, very strong team out, lined up 4-3-3. So before I sort of go into the match report, I just wanted to sort of give a little player profile and all the players involved on Saturday because I do feel this team minus a few chops and changes week in week out will sort of form the nucleus of our team for the season so I thought it would be good for sort of listeners and obviously the team to let everyone know about a little bit about the boys who are going to be turning up turning up for a sort of week in week out so I'll start with a keeper on Saturday so keeper was Woody Young keeper who joined us at the back end of last season um, was brought in by one of our players who is a PE teacher. He played in goal for the school team, so 
like most teams on a Saturday, we were looking for a keeper one week and he got brought along. Um, very, very good player, very commanding in his area for such a young lad. He's only 18, good of his feet, so very much in the mould of, of the modern goalkeeper. So he's been a great addition. Then at right back, we had AC. He joined us at the start of last season, someone who reached out via email. Previously, we'd never really sort of recruited players externally. It was all sort of done, sort of friends of friends, etc. But he came down because obviously we were expanding with two teams last season. He came to play a friendly, I think, in pre-season. Obviously, I quickly realised he was he was going to be too good for the twos. So I brought him along to the first team, plugged him in at right back. And he's he's done a great job for us last season and started strongly again this year. Great energy, great stamina, but also a great footballing brain. Knows where to be, can tell others where to be as well, which is also very useful for a team where I think sometimes we lack that on the pitch. We are a bit quiet at times. Right, centre-back, we had Sean. So Sean joined us again last year properly. I think he may have played a few games in previous seasons. He's again a friend of a friend. Great in the air, but also good with his feet, which is going to be important to the way we want to play this year. He can sort of drive with the ball as well, which is another important um, feature we need this year from our centre-backs. Then at left centre-back, we have Malcolm Beedon, uh, a player who's been with us for pretty much our first season, I think, or maybe joined in the second season. Leader on the pitch, great in the air, strong in the tackle, but also useful with his feet. Being left-footed as well also is, is massive as a left centre-back. Then... Left back, Marcus Hinton, our captain, a player who, again, has been with us for a long time. Really important player for us. Great left foot, can get up and down. Great in the attacking third as well when he joins that phase of the play. Unfortunately, a couple of years ago, he had a bad injury, tore his Achilles. So last season was sort of a, a rehab season coming back into the team. And now I really do feel like he is back to his best. Unfortunately, he did suffer a... A sort of set back on Saturday, but hopefully it's not going to rule him out for too long. Then in centre mid, we had Jack Fisher. Again, another player who's been with us from the start, was part of the original committee of the team. Missed a couple of seasons due to going out to America, but he's really developed as a player the last sort of year and a half and is now, I, I do believe, has come become a key player for us. Very strong, really developed that side of his game because he is he is a big unit. But he's also very strong technically and along with his centre midfield partner on, on Saturday can can receive the ball of the defence and turn on it and, and build play from the back, which is really important for us this year. Alongside him was was Josh, aka the Ram. Obviously our striker from last year, but I do think this season with the other personnel that's come in, that's gonna be his main position this year. Obviously, from last season, we know he's got an eye for goal, but he's very strong, good in the air. And again, he's he's very, very good at receiving the ball on the turn from the back line, which is going to be massive for us this season with the way we want to play. Then in number 10, we have the return of, of Tarek. Uh, if you've played against us in the last sort of five, six years, you probably will have come across him. He is a live wire. He is unpredictable. He doesn't listen to what anyone tells him to do, but that's what makes him great at times. Strong in the tackle, can beat a man, skillful, great long shot. There isn't much he can't do 
when he's at it on his day. For a man who is out most Fridays till six in the morning, his energy is unbelievable and he really leads that press early on in the games. Then on to our front three, so left side, Dan Levy. Um, unfortunately, another player who has suffered injuries over his course of his career at Dulwich. Had some knee injections last year, so again, he is still not quite there, I think. He's still getting back to his best, but we definitely saw glimpses of the Dan Levy of old on Saturday. Really developed some strength in his game, but his main attributes, he's very, very skillful, can hold the ball up, and obviously is known for his worldies, for sure. He can he can score from anywhere on the pitch. Then, right-hand side, Marcus Pitts. Live wire, run all day. The rat, we call him, because he's just all over the place, running around, energy. Not obviously the most technically gifted, but he's definitely developing that side of his game. Two assists on Saturday has definitely shown that. If he can keep adding goals and assists this season, he's going to be really, really important for us in that right-wing position, I feel. Then, finally, up top, number nine, Theo Stubbs. Spoken to him about him before on this podcast. Was long negotiations to get him back this season. He was unbelievable the last time he played a full season for us when we won the Cup. I think he scored like 20 goals in like 12 games or something crazy like that. Um, and again, showed what it's all about on Saturday. Hold the ball up, running behind, all types of finishes, headers, right foot, left foot, doesn't matter. He's just a goal scorer at this level. If he's going to play week in, week out for us, I do truly believe he's going to be the difference to us finishing right at the top of that table because he is just guaranteed goals at this level, I do believe. So now I've sort of given you a little player profile of all, well, not all, but some of the players that are going to be playing for us this season. And like I said, hopefully the boys get, that are going to be making up the, the nucleus of the team. We can now go into the match report from Saturday. So I think the one the one message I wanted to get across to the lads before we started was energy from the start because we were so flat in that first half an hour against West Wickham. It was just so poor to see after what had been a fairly decent pre-season and with the team we had out, there just wasn't any reason for the way we played in that first half an hour. We just looked completely lost. That also might have something to do with West Wickham being a very, very good team. So I don't want to take anything away from them. But we showed what we could do in the second half. So we knew that there was improvement to be made in that first half. And that was the key thing. I said, we just didn't impose ourselves at all. We got bullied. We didn't win first ball. Definitely didn't win second ball. So I said, before we can start playing all nice football and stringing our passes together, we have to go and earn the right to play. So do the ugly stuff first and then you can do the pretty stuff afterwards. So that's the basic message I gave to the boys. I didn't go into too much detail tactically. Obviously, changing formation from the previous game. Obviously, we started five at the back. Went to 4-3-3 in the end, but this week I felt with the personnel we had, it just made sense to go 4-3-3 rather than try and sort of plug someone in at centre-back who wasn't a natural there. 
So had to had to say the Falcon would started fairly fairly strongly. Um, first twenty minutes they were they were stringing passes together pretty nicely. We again were sort of winning the physical duel, but they were definitely the better football inside in that first twenty minutes. Then sort of started to get into the game, scored a scrappy goal from a corner where again we just sort of won that battle, put the ball in the back of the net. Then another goal from a corner, great delivery by Dan, even better header by Tarek, sort of rise and glance it into the far corner. Then just before half time, Marcus won a free kick on the edge of the box. Some people would say it was a dive, but not in the opinion of the ref. And Theo put a free kick away. Um, I think that third goal just before half-time really killed killed Falconwood off. Obviously, being a young team, maybe that's something they will develop given time, that sort of mental toughness to, to keep their heads when things aren't necessarily going their way. Not to say they started doing anything stupid, but... You could definitely see when they come out for the second half that heads had dropped and they felt the game was was gone, to be honest. Um, and we finished them off in the second half with another another two good goals from, from Theo. So overall, an unbelievable performance by us. Falconwood, a good team. They will come again, I'm sure. They'll learn a lot from that game. I spoke to their, their chairman after the game. He said they needed that. They needed a sort of a, a wake-up call. Probably after winning their first game 3-1, first game in the league, they thought maybe that it was going to be uh, an easy run. But, yeah, great performance by us. 5-0, exactly what we needed after the performance in the first week. So now our attention's turned to this weekend. Queen Mary Cup, home to Elton Town. So, no question, I think that's going to be a harder game than the weekend just gone. They won 6-1 this weekend against Rustlers, so shows that they're going to be very, very, very strong this season. They obviously won won the Queen Mary last year, or was it? I can't remember which one they won, but they won one of the Cups last year, come second in the league, had a very, very strong season. We got beat by them convincingly 4-1, so... It's going to be a very, very tough game. But at home, I've got to say, I fancy ourselves. With with the squad, it looks like that we're going to have out. I'm, I'm feeling confident. But either way, I'm definitely going to have everyone on next week to um, dissect the game, no matter the result. Just to quickly look at results from around the league then. Um, obviously, within the Prem... So agenda, back-to-back wins for them, beat Eden Park, their they're long-standing rivals, 3-2, tight game. So I think it shows again, agenda are going to be up there at the end of the season, but Eden Park, they're going to be there or thereabouts as well. 3-2 is a very, very close game. Elton Town, like I just said, 1-6-1, great result for them. Rustlers, not a great start for them. Looks like they've lost a few players over the summer. They probably need to recruit if they're going to be be staying up this year, looking at those two opening results. Then, obviously, us 5-0. Then, the shock result of the weekend has got to be Old Roan losing to Forestdale at home 
Don't think anyone saw that coming. Don't know what sort of team Old Roan had out. Haven't seen um, their lineups posted, but Forrestdale, what a result for them. Obviously losing the first weekend against Agenda. But to go to Old Roan and win 2-0 is is a very, very impressive result. So they're gonna be they're gonna be up there. If if that if that result was anything to go by, they're they're gonna be up there at the end of the season. Then final result from the weekend, West Wickham v Catford, 5-0 to West Wickham. Now, I'm not just saying it because they beat us 2-1 in the opening game, but I do think if West Wickham get the team they had out against us week in, week out, they're going to be title challengers. Catford, obviously, promoted into the league, but rude awakening for them if they thought it was going to be be easy joining the Prem. Down in Div 1, Crofton Albion, big 5-1 winner at Groundhoppers. So they've had two wins back-to-back to start the season. Sporting Club Beckenham beat Farnborough thirds. So... I've had groundhoppers to win that league, but it's looking like it's going to be, well, it's still very early days, still very, very early days, but Croft and Albion, great start. The other team I spoke about is Sporting Club Beckenham, who have got off to a good start as well. Then down in the second division, uh, who do we have here? Eltham Eagles, long-standing team in the league. They've won two back-to-back. Bexley beat Beckenham 5-0, Red Velvet thirds and All-Stars 5-6 to Red Velvet thirds. That's a crazy result. Um, but yeah, still early days to sort of pass any judgment on the league standings down there. Now, obviously, predictions got a bit thrown off by the weekend we missed. So I'm going to go back to predictions this week. Some County Cup games, which I'll avoid because I don't know anything about the teams that are playing against the teams from our league. So I'll just go for the two Queen Mary Cup games and the Prem two Prem games in our league. So Queen Mary Cup, Beckenham v Eden Park. Can't see anything but an Eden Park win there. I think Eden Park will win that 6-0. Let's go. 6-0 in that one. Us v Elton Town. I am going to go 4-2 in that one to us. Definitely be goals in that, I think. Then Prem Catford v Falconwood. I'm going to go Falconwood to go to Catford and win 2-0. I think they'll bounce back from the result this weekend. Catford looks like it's going to be an uphill battle for them this season. Then final game in the Prem, Rustlers versus West Wickham. So... Again, Rustler's had a really tough start to the season, whereas West Wickham have started uh, on fire. So can't really look past a West Wickham win there. Going to have to go 3-0 to West Wickham. Could be more, to be fair. Now, let's see if there's any games down in the first division. I'll have a little prediction at who have we got. So we've got Chelsea to be Sporting Club Beckham, and that should be a very good game. Chelsford obviously won Division 3 last year. Sporting Club Beckenham, previously known as TNS. Been a very strong side for the last couple of years. Chelsford at home, I think I'm going to go... Hmm, I did fancy Beckenham to be up there near the end of the season. I'm going to go Beckenham to win that 3-2. 
And then the other game I'm going to look at is Red Velvet v Groundhoppers. Red Velvet seconds v Groundhoppers. Mm, I'm going to go... It looks like Groundhoppers maybe not quite the team of previous years. I'm going to go Red Velvet to win that one 3-1. Like I said, still early days, so these predictions are not based off much. So they'll probably all be wrong, but always fun to have a little crack. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much it for this weekend. I'm really looking forward to the fixture this weekend, although I cannot be there myself. I'm sure I'll get a full match report from my boys as well as everyone. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a great weekend of football, gets the results they deserve. I hope all the teams playing in the outside county cups from our league, so Agenda and Olam, hopefully they both both bring home the wins and uh, yeah enjoy your weekends and I'll see you all next week cheers searching for players searching for clubs find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHawk playing football could never be easier download MatchHawk on Google Play or visit our website at matchhawk.com truly a great match MatchHawk this week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.